Psalms 91 came to me also, Sister Ruby, Sister Robbie, when we were praying for them. He says in Psalms 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's what we pray for them today, that they dwell in that secret place as they are carrying the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. He says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. He is my refuge. He's my fortress. That means in times of trouble, guess where I'm running? Straight into the arms of God, into the presence of God. Anytime trouble comes, run to the presence of God. Amen? Amen. So many times trouble comes and and my natural mind wants to um, actually embrace the trouble. You know, my, my mind wants to think on it and dwell on it and pay close attention to it and, you know, all those things. But, but the word says that if I, will, if I will run into his presence, that's where I'm safe. That right there is where I'm safe. Amen. No matter where I'm at. No matter what's going on. Now, I had never been on the mission field. I had never been out there when, when, you, when that's, I'm going, I'm going, yes. But so far, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I said, send me to the Inuits, God, the Eskimos that need some, need some Jesus. That's okay. We'll go wherever he wants us to go because he will equip me to be there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. But whenever we get in those situations, and, and, you know, there's mission field here. There's mission fields in our homes. There's mission fields all around us. And so when we get out there, we get into the presence of the enemy in so many cases. Just, just, just by ministering to Joe Blow, who needs Jesus, who's a drug addict, who's, who's, who's got a, a rage spirit. Somebody like that, you know, whenever God wants us to come alongside, he wants us to embrace, and he wants us to teach them how to get free. And the best way to do that is in the presence of God. Whenever I step out of my comfort zone, don't think for one minute that the enemy's not going to be there. Don't think he's not going to be there. Yeah, he's going to be there because just what she's saying today, he wants to shut you up. He wants to put you back in your room. That's where he wants you. But, but, <laughs> we're not going to have that. We're not going to have it because, because God said, and Trudy said it yesterday, that you're a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are set apart to be used by God. And we're set apart to show forth the praises of him. So what we have to do in every situation, in every circumstance that comes our way is run as fast as you can get there to the presence of God. To the presence of God. And it's not hard. We just, Jesus. Sometimes that's all you have to do. Jesus, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, that's all you have to do sometimes. Sometimes if I can take a few minutes, then I'm going to sing to him and 
tell him how wonderful he is and how beautiful he is. And, and man, and just like David, David encouraged himself in the Lord, right? David encouraged himself. He said, I remember God. He's looking at that giant. And he's a little bitty boy. He's, and he got a, a stone and a slingshot. And this giant's covered in armor. And he's looking at that giant. He said, but God, I remember the bear. I remember you helped me kill that bear. And I remember you helped me kill that, that, well, what, that lion. <laughs> I remember, God, when that thing was charging at my little sheep. Mm-mm, you ain't getting my sheep. And he killed that thing. And he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine who thinks he can come against the people of God? And he said, <laughs> and then he went and took his sword and cut off his head. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And that's exactly what he's called us to do. That right there is exactly what he has called us to do. Every single one of us from the one who just got saved last night. Hallelujah. You ain't got to be coming up in the things of God for no 50 years in order to slay the devil. Uh-uh. No. He gave you everything you need at birth. He's already been slain. That's right. That's why he can call us more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror because I, I'm just over that, that already defeated enemy. That already defeated enemy. God showed me one time that the only power the devil has is what I give him. He is defeated. He is a defeated foe. The only power he has is what I give him. Don't let that sink in for a minute. The only power he has is what I give him. And how do I give him that? Go to bed. Lay down and let him do whatever he wants to do. Sit there and wallow. I call because that's what I did. Wallow. In, in what he says about me. Wallow in that. When I say wallow in that, I'm think, thinking in that, thinking on it. I'm responsible. I'm the one that is responsible for my thought life. Nobody else can fix my thought life. But the enemy wants it. The battlefield is in the mind. It is for the mind. He wants your mind because if he can get your thoughts he can establish your life. Amen. The word says out of the heart flow the issues of life. And so that my thinking, all of that stuff that I dwell on, dwell means to live there. Dwell means to, um, it means to, to keep my attention on it, to direct attention to this. And so if I dwell in my problems, if I dwell in my issues, if I dwell in that hurting, cutting, horrible thing that someone I love just said to me, if I dwell on that, I start believing that. I start believing it. And that's what she's talking about this morning. That's how that, that spirit of demoralization works. He comes in and he tells you, you are nothing because he is nothing. He feels like he, he's nothing. Yes, yes, hallelujah. 
I, w- I dealt with someone just the other day over fear. And I said, now look, that fear just broke out of you. That fear, it broke out of you, okay? But now you're going to be sitting in the living room in a little while, and all of a sudden you're going to feel fear. But you got to know that a spirit of fear just walked in the room, and fear is what is afraid. Fear is afraid. Demoralization is demoralized. That's what it is. And it feels so terrible about itself because it is so bad that it wants you to feel that way about you. Amen? So when the devil, John 10, 10, this is Sunday school and I do it all the time, get to preaching and I don't ever give nobody no scripture. (laughs) But John 10, 10 says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he comes early and he comes quick. In Mark where it talks about how the, the, um, the enemy comes for the word. He comes quick. When God does something in our life, don't think for one second the enemy is going to give you time to enjoy that. No, he's coming fast to tell you that wasn't real. You ain't really saved because, you know, Christians don't act like that. How many of us has he told that to? But it works. You know, for a minute, it works. Yet that's why he uses it, because it has worked. But I have to rise up. I have to get up, and I have to say, oh, no. And I have to say it. I have to open my mouth and say it, because he doesn't hear my thoughts. He can put thoughts in my head, but he doesn't hear my thoughts. So I have to say with my mouth, I am saved. I am saved. I have to say with my mouth, I am more than a conqueror. Thank you, Jesus. I have to say with my mouth, I am an overcomer. And I overcome you, you spirit of demoralization. Get out of my house. In the name of Jesus. That's how we come against him. Because I didn't always do that. I didn't, and this just came to me, so I'm going to tell y'all. Because God says if you commit your ways to him, he will establish your thoughts, right? So I was, you know, not really, I didn't understand spiritual warfare. I didn't understand things because, I I mean, you know, I've never seen it before. So one night, I I had just been praying, you know, and God showed me, you know, what you're talking about, how to do this. I don't, you know, I don't understand this. And and, um, I was laying in the bed, and I was not asleep. Ain't even had time to go to sleep. Takes me a while to go to sleep. I was laying in the bed, and all of a sudden, I opened my eyes, and I saw a dark figure come from the hall, come right into my bedroom, and stood right there, right there by my bed. And all of a sudden, I mean, you can, you know, the hair on the back of your neck will stand up. You can feel that thing. And just out of me, just quickly said, get the out of my house. (laughs) Did <laughs> and and he spoke to me. God spoke to me, and it left. It went just like that. But God spoke to me, and He said that you have authority, and that authority is what rose up in you. Get I, I didn't say. Mm. <laughs> it was hell. That hell walked in, so hell get out. In the name of Jesus. And another thing, God's not tore up about me saying H-E double hockey sticks. You know? He wasn't tore up about that. He didn't rebuke me for saying that. 
He said, recognize the authority that you have. I have given you authority. I have given you authority. Take it. Stand up and take it. And tell that thing to get out. This is my house. This is mine. Get out. And it went. It left. Yes, it has to. It has to. So when I say, I told her whenever you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're going to feel that fear, that's not in you. That fear is not in you anymore. But the spirit of fear just walked in. The spirit of fear is afraid. And the spirit of fear is afraid of you. Terrified of you. Terrified that you are going to recognize your authority and who you are. And you're going to tear him up. You're going to drive him out of the whole entire neighborhood. All the people in the neighborhood are going to get free. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And whom the sun sets free wants to set someone else free. I don't want other people to be bound by that thing. Fear has torment. That demoralization thing will torment you constantly telling you how wrong you are and how bad you are and how no good you are and I might as well just pull the covers up over my head because I can't do nothing right anyway. Everything I try just messes up. I mess everything up. That's what that thing wants you to feel so you won't try. So you won't do anything because that's how that thing feels. See, that's the revelation we need to get. That's how that thing feels. It's the same thing with rage. I am not mad. That thing is. That spirit is. That demon is. That has come now trying to get me to engage and act like it acts. I'm a child of God. He told God, I told y'all the other day that Jesus dropped it in my spirit. The Father did. Just dropped it in my spirit that I want you to live like Jesus did. <laughs> fall to my knees yeah. he put everything in me everything Peter says first Peter is it first Peter or third Peter first Peter 3 that says that he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness everything that I need happened to me at new birth everything he put everything on the inside of me he put that courage on the inside of me to stand up and say, no, devil, you get out of my house. You are not having me. You're not having my husband. You're not having my wife. You're not having my kids. Get out in the name of Jesus. Because the, the name of Jesus is what does it. It's not even me. He says, those that believe in my name. You know, the Bible, they didn't use punctuation back in the day. And so I think sometimes we put punctuation where we want it. You know, but I really believe that it's those who believe in my name, comma, <laughs> will cast out devils, will heal the sick, will raise the dead. That's what, that's what the whole thing is, is his name. And I have the authority to use his name. Get out in the name of Jesus. I am more than a conqueror in the name of Jesus. I am a holy nation. 
I am a chosen generation. I am a royal priesthood. I am put on this earth to show forth the glory and the praises of God. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And according to that word, I'll see things come my way, but it ain't coming to me. That's what Psalms 91 says. It says, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler <laughs> and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Hallelujah, thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the error that flieth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Amen. I pray this all the time. Thank you, Jesus. That, that you died for me and you rose again so that I can have this right here active in my life. Joshua 1.8 says, don't let this word depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. Speak it over and over and over and over. And when you do, then you're going to make your way prosperous. So this right here is what's going to be in my mouth all the time. Thank you, God. Hallelujah that I am covered under the shadow of the Almighty, that I am safely hidden in your pavilion. Hey, thank you, Jesus, that I don't care what that devil says about me. You say, you say that I'm the apple of your eye. Hallelujah. You say that you know every hair on my head. You say that as Trudy said yesterday, he got plans. You got plans for me, and they are good plans. Give me an expected end. Hallelujah. Because he knows the end from the beginning. He knows what I started out at, but he knows what I'm finishing as. Hallelujah. And that's what we have to do is start dwelling on that. Dwelling on those things. Philippians 4, 8, right? Let's look at Philippians 4, 8. We all know that scripture. But it's so true. Philippians 4, 8, and we could probably quote it. It's more better because we see it in the word. And he said, don't let this word depart from your mouth. That means don't let it, don't stop talking about the word. Don't stop talking the word. And we teach here at Freedom Ministries how to live in 100% victory, 100% of the time. And the key to that is hearing the word of God over your circumstance. Hearing the rhema word. God speak a word to me over my circumstance. And I will not let that word stop coming out of my mouth. That's the word that's going to come. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true. Well, what is true? This, this right here, this is true. And the word that he speaks to me, because it's always going to line up with this. So that the written word and the spoken word. Whatsoever things are honest. 
whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, hallelujah, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Paul's saying, the things that I've taught you, the things that you've seen me do, that's what I want you to do. Nothing else. That's what I want you to do. And when you do those things, the peace of God is going to reign in your heart. And that's what we're saying here at Freedom. There is a way that we can have the peace of God. And it is to press through that, that thing that the enemy's doing. Press through that thing that the enemy is trying to stop you from doing. Press through that into the presence of God till you hear the voice of God. When you hear the voice of God, yes. Right here it just says, Philippians 4, 6 and 7, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding so shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus so to go past the understanding is not just reading the word it's letting God speak to my spirit man amen you better have time to find hope find God and we do need to read the word we do need to get the word in us we have to do that and the, and, and the Holy Spirit, then, when I press through my understanding, because I told you before, so I can only pray what I feel and what I see. But there's another place. There's another thing I can press through till my understanding is over here. <laughs> and the voice of God can then speak to me, and he's going to pull up things that I have hidden in my heart. He's going he's to speak to me from his word. I can then be reading his word and, boy, it's going to jump out at me. Or I can be washing the dishes and all of a sudden he's going to drop it in my spirit. Or I can be just talking to someone and they're going to say something and there is the word. And I'm going to know that that's the word. And I grab a hold of that word and that word right there. Because I can say all day long, by his stripes I am healed. I can say it all day long. And I need, to, I need to put the word in my mouth. But when, the, when God speaks, by my stripes you're healed. When God speaks that to me, my, I, that's my word. And I can take that word to the bank. It don't matter what the doctors say. It don't matter what symptoms come. It don't matter. God spoke to me and God said, by my stripes you are healed. So I am healed. Amen. Get that rhema word. Get that spoken word. Get that spoken word. And you can stand on that one and you can take it to the bank. To the bank. Nothing is going to stop that word. Nothing. Because God says he watches over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. He watches over it. And it will not return to him void. It will do what he sent it out to do, what, what it's supposed to do. That word is supposed to heal me. It's supposed to heal me. The word is supposed to heal me. Hallelujah. So I get that word. 
And then whenever I can't hardly get out of the bed because the symptoms are so bad, by his stripes I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you took those stripes on your back so that I could be healed. Thank you that you sent your word to heal me. Hallelujah. I am healed. I am healed by your stripes. That's what we do. In the name of Jesus, get away from me because I am healed. He said to work a good warfare with those words that are spoken over you. Fight a good warfare. Sometimes I got to fight the devil over my word because he comes quickly to get it. But if it's good ground, and we are good ground, we are, you are good ground, okay? When God speaks a word to you, that went in you. And you stand up and you speak it. And you fight with it. And you praise with it. And you love on God with it. And when it gets too hard to get out of the bed, you speak it. And then get up. And do whatever you can do, ma'am. Yes, he hastens. That means he's coming quickly. When I put some faith, because that's all he's looking for, is faith in what he said. And whenever it, th- whenever it feels like it's not going to happen, it looks like it's not, the opposite is happening. But I get up and I speak that word. I put that word in my mouth. God, I thank you that you said, you said this. And then I get up and just do whatever I can do. I'm not saying you got to press through the broken bones and go run a marathon. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that. But you got to do something. Get up, just do something. Do whatever you can do. And then the next time you do a little bit more, a little bit more, and it's done in my country. It's done. It's done right then. Thank you, Jesus, because he does hasten to perform his word. He, he watches over his reputation. Brother Jim. Amen. Yes, we speak the word. Thank you, Jesus, for the word. Hallelujah. That's what's going to set us free. The word says the truth that you know will set you free. (laughs) Yes, he said it is written. It is written. He formed the world with his words. So I have to speak. Yes, he upholds heaven and earth by his word. Sister Robbie, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad y'all is joining in. Glory to God. When you think about all that Jesus paid for, the price he paid, mm-hmm. and what he went through just for us. Yeah. Ah, oh, my life. Are we going to let it go in vain? Amen. Are we going to do what he said and receive what Amen. he said was ours? He bought and paid for it, delivered it to our yes, door. Now open the door and invite it all yeah. in in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> open the door and invite it all in because I don't want anything he did to be in vain. I want to take full advantage of everything that he did for me. Because if, if I take full advantage of everything that he died for and rose again for me, then I am going to act just like him. Hey, I will be acting just like him. Because he spoke the word and he said it is written. No. <laughs> and I have to do it. 
I'm going to act just like him because I'm going to be in the presence of God and I'm going to see my father do something and I'm going to do that. I'm going to hear my father say, say this, and I'm going to say that. Amen. And the dead are going to rise and the blind are going to see and the deaf are going to hear. I'm telling you, this is what I'm going to do. What y'all going to do? This is what I'm going to do. Amen. <laughs> set the captive free. He said he has anointed us to set the captive free. He has anointed us to bring life to the dead and sight to the blind and those that are broken to be fixed. Amen. Hey, thank you, Jesus. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm speaking. Praying that myself all the time. Every day. Thank you that you've anointed me to set the... You anointed me to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. I dare y'all to say that one. I dare you. You have anoint, You will because you preach every Sunday. <laughs> Amen to the nations of this world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How beautiful are the feet. Yes. How beautiful are the feet of those who carry the good news of the gospel. signs following he works with us confirming his word hallelujah thank you jesus thank you that you work with us god that we get in your presence and we hear you and we just step out in faith and let you do amen hey can you imagine can you imagine? She said, so all he wants us to do is agree with him. Hallelujah. That's all we have to do is agree with him and, and step out and say it or do it or be it or whatever. That's what we're supposed to do. And in doing that, we'll be just like Jesus. Greater. Greater, greater. Amen. Y'all want to look at it? Was that John 14, 20? John 14, 12. I bet it's a good one. Well, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Amen. Because he gave us the blessed gift of the Holy Ghost. Woo! And he's the one that does it. He's the one that does it all. He's the one that heals. He's the one that brings to my remembrance the thing that God said to me in the midst of my trial. He's the one that brings it to me. He's the one that gives me the faith to stand on it. He's the one that gives me the mind to choose God. He's the one that draws me to salvation. He's the one that gives me the mind to say, yes, I need a Savior. He's the one. We're speaking God. Word was God. When we speak the word, we're speaking God. God speaks. He spoke the world into existence with his words. And so whenever I speak what he is saying to me, I'm putting God in the atmosphere. Amen. I'm putting God in the atmosphere over my circumstances. 
Amen. Over my circumstances that the enemy came. And he may have took, Elder Robert, he may have took a, a, a decision of mine, my decision, and the enemy twists that thing and works it and plays with it, you know, because I ain't seeking God. How many of us made some decisions we didn't seek God about? And it gets us in a mess. Go ahead, Elder Robert, on that note. The word says also that two can't walk together unless they are Ooh, in agreement. Uh-oh, no, so he is we're not, not going to go there. So if we're not in agreement with the word, we're not walking Amen. with God. Amen. I knew you was going there. If we are not in agreement with him, then we ain't in agreement with him. <laughs> and we must get ourselves right. Because he is right. And so I have to line up with whatever he says about the situation or about the circumstance or about my life. I got to line up with what he says. And if I don't like it, I better hit the altar and get it fixed. Because we, we ain't got time to play no more. We don't have time to play. If God says do that one time... I don't know why, but I've had a lot of trouble with my marriage. I don't know why. I don't know. But anyway, I was, you know, crying and struggling and praying at the altar one day. And just to, I mean, I was, it was quiet. It wasn't a thing that everyone heard, you know, I don't think. Anyway, <laughs> Pastor Angie come up to me. It was, this was years before, years before she was pastor. She came up to me and she said, I felt like the Lord wanted me to tell you this. A soft answer turns away much wrath. And I said, okay, thank you. I knew it was a scripture. It does not do anything for the flesh. But that's what I'm saying. When the word of God comes to you, and if you don't really, if it's not, thus saith the Lord, you are awesome. You know, we jump on that one real quick. <laughs> but when he says, a soft answer turns away much wrath, then I have to do something. And I best line myself up with a soft answer turns away much wrath. Amen? So what did I have to do? I had to die to my flesh. And I had to start watching my answer. And how am I speaking? That's what I had to do. And I had to make those answers soft. You're right, honey. Thank you for that. For a little while, I mean, excuse me, but it hurts to die. It hurts when your flesh is dying. But if you will continue to do it, your flesh will die. And then it don't hurt no more. And it don't matter no more. Don't make no difference. Mine has a problem with resurrection. I have resurrection life in me. <laughs> I have to die again. <laughs> Thank you, but I did actually, honestly, see a huge difference whenever I started paying attention to the way I was speaking, the way I was answering, and made my answers soft. It made a huge difference. You can catch a lot more flies with honey than you can vinegar. That's the truth. Thank you, Father. I give you praise for this day. Thank you for what you have prepared for us today, God. We open our spirits up to you and we say, change me. Change me today, God. 
to be more into the image of your son. In Jesus' precious name, amen.